A reading from the Gospel according to Matthew. A young man approached Jesus and said, Teacher, what good must I do to gain eternal life? He answered him, Why do you ask me about the good? There is only one who is good. If you wish to enter into life, keep the commandments. He asked him, Which ones? And Jesus replied, You shall not kill, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness. Honor your father and your mother, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The young man said to him, All of these I have observed. What do I still lack? Jesus said to him, If you wish to be perfect, go, sell what you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. When the young man heard this statement, he went away sad, for he had many possessions. Oftentimes when we hear this story of the rich young man, we go, I, I think, in two directions. One, we usually use this gospel to speak about the vocation to religious life. Or, we use it to speak about the necessity of being poor, not being overly attached to money and to the things of this world. I would say, however, that those two things are secondary, whereas the real primary motivation of the story, or the real primary focus of the story, is that it answers for us a very profound question. And the question that it answers is, what does God want from me? A question I oftentimes hear as a priest, a question that I think is so common in the hearts of people, what does God want from me? And so in order to answer that question, let us just take a brief look at the story of the rich young man. Because this story is not about, as I mentioned earlier, just giving up possessions. But this story is really about true discipleship, which is not the giving up of possessions or the giving up of anything else, but it's about the giving up of myself, of self-surrender. If you remember in the Gospel of Luke, a man comes up to Jesus and he says to him, you know, Lord, I want to follow you, but first let me go and bury my father. And Jesus responds with these very shocking words that can almost seem a bit rude. He says to him, let the dead bury their dead. And what's the point? The point is not that family or that our possessions are bad. But the point is that anything Anything that gets in the way of our relationship with Jesus, 
needs to be reorganized or uprooted from our life. The tragedy of the rich young man is that his possessions possessed him. Right? In and of themselves, our possessions, in a sense, are almost neutral. But it is the sort of overwhelming love or hope that we place in them when we allow ourselves to get possessed by them. These possessions for the rich young man got in the way of the intimacy that God desired. Right? And how sad is it that something that is transitory, something that is finite, can get in the way of the one who is eternal, the one who is infinite, of the one who desires intimacy with us. Jesus wants to free this young man. And this young man mysteriously says no. And none of us are sure why exactly he said no. However, a possible reason is because this young man, this young, this rich young man, over-identified with his wealth. That I'm sure that being young and that being rich, this young man received a certain amount of security, a certain amount of affirmation, a certain amount of esteem and happiness because of his wealth. And I'm sure that as this young man got older in his life, he began to see this sort of futile thinking that he might have been entertaining. And so the question for us, and really it's the question of true discipleship, is what are we to surrender? The answer, I believe, to that question is very simple. Whatever we are holding on to. What is it that we are to surrender? Whatever we are holding on to. You know, this story of the rich young man, it could be the story of several different people. It could be the story of a a young bride. It could be the story of a middle-aged priest. It could be the story of a widow. It could be the story of a teenage boy. The form would be different. The essence would be the same. All of these different people that I mentioned could come to Jesus and, and say, what do I need to do to receive eternal life? And Jesus would essentially say the same answer to them as he says to the rich young man, to give up oneself, to self-surrender. Because what God wants from you is simply you. That's what God wants. He doesn't want your possessions. He doesn't necessarily want 
your family, or whatever else it, it might be. He wants you. What God wants from me is me. And the whole question of discipleship with Jesus is, will I give him that? Will I give him the real me? Not the one who hides behind so many other things of this world, but the real me. That is the invitation, I believe, that's given to the rich young man. But it's also the invitation that's given to each one of us who desire to be disciples of Christ. Let us pray this day for that grace that God could show us what it is we are holding on to and that we could be given the grace to let go of that and to give ourselves completely to Christ who is here now, present with us.